This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will drive it. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And here is a clip from this week's premiere of Celebrity Big Brother. Oh my god. Ready? And from the outside, I said as a voter, a citizen, I never got it. Why you went to the White House with him. Okay, I don't even care what she says. Wait, what, what? What? What was just said? Okay, so basically, remember how we were talking about the Big Brother people and who we thought was going to win, and both of us were pretty much like Ross Matthews is like, oh yeah, definitely going to underhandedly win. Mm-hmm. So guess who got Omarosa to open up about Donald Trump, the first one like to get that out there on Ross? Big Brother this week, Ross. Oh, so Ross God. and Omarosa are like sitting on the couch together, and he's like. I really, like, didn't understand why you did that. I'm like, <laughs> I just want to know. And she, like, dishes to him. I'm telling you, like, Ross. Ross. And also... We knew. We knew. I wrote a, an opening piece just kind of talking about the odds for who could win based on kind of their vibes for the opening, right. from the opening episode, from the premiere episode. And the best part was kind of seeing Ross, like, because I didn't know this, but apparently he's not only a Big Brother super fan, he was at the finale of the first ever Big Brother. He's like in the audience. <laughs> God. Like, he's a true stan coming in with, like, pure strategy, like, that he got from watching seasons and seasons and seasons of the show. And it it's perfect. Like, it mm-hmm. really is perfect. And I know that we have been coming around on Ross for a while now. Like, it's not new. But I'm truly fully, like, come around. Like, he, he's, I love he's, it. he's good. And he's good. And he's doing a good job in the house. Like, he's already kind of going, like, figuring out who to talk to and, wh- and what to say to them. And he... Well, you know, like, Fashion Police, like, was a flop, the, the revitalized version of it. I'm just saying give Ross... <sighs> right, dis- I agree. Ross deserves more for the work that I he's agree. putting I know, in I know. I'm, on Saturday I, You Big don't Brother, have to right? convince me that Ross Matthews is good. Are you going to tell people how well you know the game, or are you going to keep it a secret? I, I, if they ask... Uh... Maybe I'll tell them a little, but no, I don't want them to know what a threat I am. Yes. My whole game plan is to let people underestimate me. Okay. You know, just think of me as some, like, Care Bear. Okay. And and then I'll, I'll see them at the finale. I My eyes have glazed over, honestly. I know. Um, I know. But I just wanted to no share. No offense to your work. <laughs> I wanted to share the Ross thing because it felt. Mm-hmm. No, that's. That's good. It felt That's good relevant. to know. Yeah. Unsurprising, but good to know. I think he's going to do it. And if he does it and he wins, someone better give us some money for that. I know we didn't put <laughs> down any money, but... <laughs> Look, just give us some money. Like, just, just that we knew it. Mm-hmm. You know? Give us some money for knowing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have to move on to the most uh, markless headline of the week. Oh my God, what is it this week? Which I love. There were, there were a lot of early contenders, and I forget what they were, but the... Ultimately, the winner was, um, there were several stories about this, but we just went with the old reliable standby, Us Weekly, tagged OMG, Wendy Williams claims Meghan Markle applied to work on her show. Wow. (laughs) Amazing. If you thought that Wendy Williams would have trouble finding new ways to work Meghan Markle into her show, you thought wrong. There will always be a new way 
that she can work it in. There will always be well, a new angle. Also, Wendy has the... Wendy's probably the only one out here, props to her for this reason only, and you'll know why. She's probably the only one out here still kind of gunning to bring down Meghan Markle. Like, everyone has kind of switched mm-hmm. to, like, our new princess, we're so happy, you know, go girl, but <laughs> Wendy's, like, not here for Meghan. Wendy thinks that Meghan is a con artist. Literally. But she likes, no, but she likes, she likes it. Well, but she's like, uh, Wendy, anytime Wendy talks about Megan, you know what she brings up? Suits? No, the deal or no deal. Oh, deal or no deal. Wendy will like drag Megan through the mud by saying she was a deal or no deal girl. That's what she brings Mm -hmm. up every time. I respect Megan Markle's hustle and I respect her game. However, she's a bit of a wild card. You know, because she goes from being the deal or no deal girl. Oh, yes, she, she the, opened the suitcases for, Har, Har, uh, what's his name? Howie Mandel. Mandel, yeah, she was a deal or no deal girl. And so this is a girl looking for fame, you guys, okay? And remember the story here at Wendy. She came here to Wendy to find out what she can do here. So she's been here, she's been in our buildings. We have her DNA. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then she's the actress, you know, from Suit, and she's giving it up, but just keep in mind she's an actress. <laughs> Unlike Kate, who was, first of all, raised in England, raised to love the royals, and this girl, Megan, by the way, said she had no idea anything about the royals and blah, 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 didn't know who Harry was. I think that is a lie, lie. Um, I'm happy for her, I respect her game. A black person is finally in the palace, but I'm keeping an eye on her. This time she, well, I, I watched an extent, I watched like f- f- all of Hot Topics yesterday because I thought that's the segment that this was no. in, but it actually wasn't. It was during her interview with Annalyn McCord. Well, shout out LOL. to Amina for literally oh, being yeah. the encyclopedia of Wendy Williams TV shows. She was watching it live. <laughs> Amina was like, um, I remember what she was wearing that day, went back, found it, sent it to us. But this is from this is from this week. This is actually this week. Oh, really? So she said, yeah, that was from another okay. one. Okay, but she did mention it so, another time. She did mention it again. So... Um, Wendy Williams was interviewing our, our fave, our least fave, Annalyn McCord, on the show on Wednesday, our I guess. Our least fave. I don't even, Our sure, least fave, sure. Annalyn McCord. We prefer Rachel McCord, as you all know. Yeah, it's true. And Meghan Markle came up because Meghan Markle will just always come up. I could be talking about, like, my bowel movements and, like, <laughs> with Wendy Williams, and she would find a way to connect that to Meghan Markle. So She really does bring it up she, a lot. Annalyn McCord was talking about how she was on the show, the reboot of 90210, and she didn't even realize that, like, Megan, they were, they had been in this, the same show together at some point in time. Um, they, they weren't, like, co-stars in that they were in the same scenes, but they were in the same show. And Annalyn was like, I didn't even realize that that was Megan Markle who was in the show. Like, I didn't know. She's been in so many things. And it wasn't, it wasn't a drag. It wasn't rude or shady at all. But then Wendy's like, oh yeah, she's basically saying she's everywhere. And then she says, she, you know, she applied for a job on the show. And Annalyn is not, that doesn't phase Annalyn at all. She's just like, oh, okay. We don't know the details, but just listen to the way that this is okay, brushed okay, off. Okay, 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 okay. 
on the way here and uh, I was at the airport and I missed my flight and was having to go to another terminal and TMZ was there and like, you know, it's crazy and I didn't have my like, I am media trained and I am not saying anything inappropriate. I didn't have that filter on and they're like, so what about Meghan Markle? And I, and I was like, wait, she was in 902. I literally didn't know because I, w I didn't actually work with her. She was. She's got a. She's like a leading lady of. I mean, I, she's I told. Got quite the. Yeah. She tried she's to, the gold one. Yeah. A little she bit applied gold. for a job here, too. So Did we she? feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See? Random princess. Random princess. Uh, random princess. Random princess is. Random princess is it's it's barely it could barely be perceived as a drag, but it absolutely is. I'm telling you, Wendy does not like Megan. If Meghan. anyone else it's... said that, if if like you know Hoda Copy and Savannah Guthrie called her a random princess, you wouldn't think there was an ounce of shade in there. But if it's Wendy Williams, oh no, it's like somehow like the meanest drag. No, random princess but is she mean does... on every level. R random princess is mean. She was she was saying during hot topics like. She was like, well, we all know, like, engagements don't mean anything. Like, she's not a princess yet. She was like, she's got a, this, this, but she wants her, like, she loves the idea of, like, a black princess. She loves the idea of it. But she's like, she keeps saying, like, I hope that this wedding happens. No. Like, she better hurry it up because no. we know that engagement rings don't mean I'm anything. I'm sorry. I think this, like, peddling back as to, like, uh, like, I love a, like, I love a black princess and, like, like, I hope the wedding happens. I think that she's just, like, kind to backpedal on how mean she comes off when she talks about how she really feels about her, which is very obvious when, you know, like <laughs> Annalyn McCord is like, oh, she was on my show. So crazy. Like I didn't even know. And when he's like, yeah, she's freaking everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like she's this random. random princess. She applied she for has... a job here. She took out the trash. She did it. But also it's like, it's like she goes, imagine usually whenever you, when someone in that tone says, they have quite the past. You expect some sort of like rap sheet. You expect like, No, she oh, means deal or no uh, deal. Yeah, petty theft <laughs> or something. She's like, oh, she was on 90210. She was on deal or no deal. She has like a weird IMDB history. No, but I'm telling you, like the Wendy, like the Wendy Williams backpedaling is not at, like she is trying to make excuses for how mean mm -hmm. she is constantly to Megan. And how mean, oh my God. I mean, imagine how mean she's going to be during that wedding. I don't even... I mean, I mean never forget that Wendy had, like, a date that she thought that Kanye and Kim were going to get divorced and, like, break up. Do you remember that? Like, she she was, mm -hmm. like, I mean. And then she had to eat crow. Yeah, she, and she literally, she literally, had she to literally eat ate real crow because of that. But, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just so funny to me that Wendy is, like, everyone has kind of, like, done a 360 and decided that Meghan Markle is a good thing, but Wendy Williams refuses. Like, it's she's like, here. And no she's just, like, staunchly, like, anti-Meghan and just refuses to, to change that stance. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's, so, it's good. It's so weird. It's, it's funny. It's good. As we always say, Wendy is not without her huge problems. And it's... Uh, yeah. But oh, yeah. It's entertaining to watch her shit on Meghan Markle. At least they're up front. I mean, she... No, no one, one is more... does this. She's the only one who's not afraid of being, like, a huge asshole all the time. It's true. It's Just true. the biggest asshole. <laughs> like, it's so true. When she went on Ellen, do you remember that? Did we yeah. talk about that? Maybe. And Ellen and was like, show. why are you so mean? Oh, wait, wait. And it's like, Ellen, Meanwhile, Ellen's, you're evil. Mila, Ellen is like the biggest asshole. People just think she's nice because she dances at the Right, at least show. like Wendy's real about being terrible. <laughs> um. Anyway, we... 
Two assholes. Morning TV assholes. Let's move I just, on All I'm to... saying is that I will never not call Meghan Markle Random Princess. That is 100% her new name. <laughs> if Random Princess is the name. Like, if if you are referring to Meghan Markle, you are calling her Random Princess. That is I perfect. Mean, we know that we know that Queen Elizabeth II was calling her that first. Oh, my God. So. Are you kidding? This Random Princess? Okay, we can move on now. <laughs> random Princess. Loving the news that Brody Jenner didn't even know that Kylie Jenner was, was pregnant. He basically somebody went to him and was like, "Oh, do you are you happy about your uh, your your stepsisters? Sorry, your half sisters' new baby?" And he's like, "Well, to be honest, I didn't even know she was pregnant for the entire pregnancy." This also kind of reveals further, which we all kind of know, is that no one talks to Caitlyn Jenner except for Brody and his brother. I think Brody and right. Brandon talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, no one talks to that side of the Jenner family. The what am I trying to say? The Kardashian side doesn't talk to the to no. Brody and them no, anymore, Brody, and they used no. to. Because if you if you watch the early seasons of Kardashian, they were on All it, the and then they suddenly weren't. Right, because like, because stopped. Brody always had a good relationship with Kylie. If you remember, yes. he used to come like yes. hang out with Kylie and Kendall, his like little sisters, all the time on the show. It was cute. Yeah, it was sweet. And so I'm going to play the audio here. But have you listened to it? Have you actually seen the footage of it? No. It's like it, it, it's it's kind of sad. Yeah. He, he's not, he's not like a bitch about it. You know, he's not, he's not being bitchy. He's not like, LOL, I haven't heard of it. Yeah. He's like, no, I don't know. And it's like, oh, why haven't you, oh, you haven't, he's like, I, I don't know. He says stuff like, I'm not, I don't know why I haven't seen her. And it's, there's, there's like, there's like resentment there. There's like sadness. Well, to be honest, I didn't even know she was pregnant for the entire pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Well, now I found out, and yeah, for sure, I would, I would love to love to see her. Yeah, um, cause no one else kind of saw her while she was pregnant at all. Um, like we knew she was, we knew knew she was pregnant though. You didn't have any sort of interactions with her while she was pregnant. See her when? I, you know, I haven't really, I haven't really seen her that, that much actually. Oh really? Lately. Yeah. No, she's been incredibly busy. You know. Starting with Caitlyn Jenner's book, the mm-hmm. book, whatever, like what she wrote in the book that offended Kris Jenner so much had mm-hmm. the Kardashian... It wasn't even that bad. Well, had the Kardashian side, Kris... I mean, and now she's Kris Kardashian. We keep calling her Kris Jenner, but you know she's Kris Kardashian. Oh, yeah, she's Kris Kardashian. Had Kris Kardashian, like, say, it's me or her, and the mm-hmm. the girls, Kim, Chloe, Courtney, Kylie, Kendall, all picked Kim. I mean, all picked Kris. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, this is, like, impossible. And Brody, Brandon, I think... Picked Caitlyn. Picked Caitlyn. And, like, then Chloe had this really bad thing, bad relationship with Caitlyn for a while, like, that was on the show, that was never resolved, and now it's, like, the whole thing is just, like, split. Yeah. Sad. And Caitlyn's, and Caitlyn's show isn't coming back, is it? I don't think so. It's, it's, it's weird how this all ended up. Like, two years ago, I, I wouldn't have expected No, because it's, like, family is everything. Family, family. I mean, they must have been, Chris must have been, like, this is the final straw on you, yeah. Caitlin. Goodbye. Because I, I bet the optimistic side of, of all of them sort of expected it would, like, make them all come together. You know? Like, oh, Caitlin's being true to herself, and now we're all going to well, be even closer than we ever were. And then it just backfired. They couldn't fully distance themselves from Caitlyn after she came out because it would have looked really bad. They had to wait mm-hmm. for a reason to do it. And the book, which you're like, it wasn't that bad, I think... The thing was, they were I, it, waiting. There must be un, 
there must be other stuff. It must be so much more complicated than that because the book isn't a good No, but reason. I feel like they were waiting for something like the book just to have mm-hmm. an excuse. That they could blame it. Yeah. On. So, yeah. like, the book wasn't that bad. Maybe nothing was really that bad after all, but they'd been waiting since this, like, humiliating – I mean – for right. Chris, humiliating thing to come out to just be mm-hmm. like, we're just cutting off Caitlyn. Uh, we don't want to deal with Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. So it, this just was a, a reminder that the fallout has has continued. I don't know. It's it's sad. Like Brody's not a Brody doesn't seem like a bad guy. He's sort of a dope. I mean, he's like you know? a true dummy. I mean, never forget um, Princess of like Malibu. A, like a Southern California dope. You know? Oh, totally. It's um, just it is like so strange. But he likes. But it, but just like especially with the context of that first season of Keeping Up with Kardashians, like they had a relationship. Um, oh and yeah. They apparently don't anymore. And, and they said like, oh, he hasn't even. He said he hadn't even seen Kylie in like two years. No, I'm it telling was you, it was, it's the, none of them have relationships. Like because Brody and Brandon want to spend time with their with with Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and anyway, what's funny because this segue, I didn't even mean for the segue to happen, but uh, speaking of Brody Jenner, his ex. Oh God, they used to. Date. Yeah, I didn't mean it. Oh. His ex. Let's move on to his ex, Kristen Cavallari. Ooh, is opening up her very own Dash-like store in Nashville, which is such a place that Kristen Cavallari would open a store. Like, that is, don't you think? It's perfect. Like, and her her hair alone is Nashville. She's just so Nashville. (laughs) I mean, every Bachelor contestant and former lives there. She's more Nashville than Reese Witherspoon, because Reese Witherspoon is, like, deep south. Like, Reese Witherspoon is, like, problematic south. And Kristen Cavallari is, like, sort of harmless, cutesy south. Well, did I talk to you about going to Draper James, speaking of, like, of Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, you told me about it. But did I talk to you about it on this podcast? No. No. Oh, yeah, no. You just talked to me about it, like, over lunch. (laughs) I meant, like, performatively did I talk to you about Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. Um, So I was in Nashville a few weeks ago visiting our dear friend Kelly and Jeff, and um, I went. They, she took us to the Draper James store, which is like truly the weirdest experience because it doesn't say Reese Witherspoon anywhere. You're just like expected to know. Like it's not. It's an understated thing. Mm-hmm. And they, when you go into the store, they ask you if you want sweet tea. Like you get, they give you sweet tea. Right. Of course. And the clothing is unbelievably ugly. It's like. Reese, when Reese wears it, it somehow works. But every single shirt, yeah. even like sweatshirts, has a sailor collar. You know that like sailor, that sailor collar, and everything says like <laughs> phrases on it. Everything says like "thanks y'all" or like Dolly, "cool y'all. y'all" or like "love y'all" or like "go team y'all." Like everything says something. Oh yeah, it's so weird. You know that like mm-hmm. tote that you kind of wanted that said like. Something y'all, like y'all, everything says that. And there's like an entire section mm-hmm. devoted to like different sports teams and like stuff you can buy for your sports team. Anyways, excited for Kristen Cavallari's store, which I forget the name. It's called, it has two names just like Draper James. It's called like, that's so rude. <laughs> it's not even in the article about this show. Holy shit. It's called Uncommon James. Jesus Christ. Uncommon, Uncommon James. Uncommon that's terrible. James. While I'm on while I'm on the train of announcing what Uncommon James has in store, I might as well tell you in addition to opening my first store, we'll be launching home goods as well. Think jewelry dishes, salad tongs, wine glasses, and so much more. Oh my god, so that's happening in March. And so she's she has a new reality show that's going to be about this lifestyle brand launch, right? 
Is that the idea? What I liked about this article is that they're filming this thing about her store and her life, and then it says midway down, her husband, Jay, who's this sports guy, it says, Jay will be in it rarely, and her kids will not be in it, the insider explains. It will be on E! later this year. And I weirdly had heard kind of an interview with her because she was interviewed on Spencer and Heidi's new podcast, and honestly, it was a little bit hard to listen to Mm -hmm. because... Like, they didn't really talk about anything interesting. But what she did mention was that she was doing a reality show. Or no, she said that if she did a reality show, her husband would never be in it. He was, like, staunchly against it. He, like, hates it. So I just thought it's really yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's the new thing. Spouses being like, Right, so what I love about this show. is, like, yet another show about this person who's, like, most of their life, their kids and spouse are just, like, yeah. ghosts, you know? I love it. <laughs> Well, that's like it's like we're in the we're in the um, the stage of reality TV programming where like we have seen uh, oh yeah lives get ruined over the span of like a decade or more, and so now people are like no one feels the obligation no to one be is a part it. of something yeah, just because their spouse is, is in it. it. Where it's like even in the er- like in the early days of Real Housewives, it's like maybe the husbands would want to be in it. And now the yeah. husbands are like yeah. hell no, hell no. Snooki's husband was like right. Hell that no. was that was the last. That Jay was Cutler, the last time. Who was a football player, happened. by the He's way. We didn't whatever. explain that. He's a football player. I forget. I forget for who. Um, I really love this. So I went to Uncommon James's website <clears throat> and I clicked on home. Okay, there's home collections. Gift card. Gift card singular. Gift card. Um the gift card is a photo of uh Kristen Cavallari, and then you can put it in multiples of ten. Anyway, press. Just four things, home collections, gift card, and press. And the press list, um, there's stuff from People Style, Britain Co., the website, <laughs> I Heart Heels, um, Jack, which is the industry authority. I'm not sure which industry. Um, it just says the industry authority. And Us Weekly. What more press do you need? Not to be, not to be even more shitty than you just <laughs> were. Um, it definitely says something that her entire website's modeled by her. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. Oh, She's yeah. the only model for her jewelry on this mm-hmm. website, which, you know, is very homegrown. Founded and creatively directed by Kristen Cavallari, Uncommon James will bring timeless, effortless, and refined jewelry to women on the go. Women on the go. I don't. This is so, this is so basic. I, I just love, what anymore. is the opposite of a woman on the go? Like a dead woman? <laughs> I don't know. A dead woman. Right? Yeah, I guess so. So it's for women who are living. I mean, I work from home, so I'm technically not a woman on the go most days. You're on the go. Right, but like I'm not dead. So yeah, often I am on the go. So what You're would be- frequently on the go. What would be me not on the go? Just like, I'm dead? I guess. So she's making jewelry for women who are alive. Wouldn't it be great to have a jewelry line for women who are dead and like <laughs> then sell it as like for women who are not on the go anymore? <laughs> and it's like jewelry that like looks nice on like a dead body. <laughs> Yeah, and like jewelry, lasts a long it's jewelry, time. And it's like, no, but it's like specifically designed to be like pretty cheap because you don't want to put expensive jewelry <gasps> right, under the ground. Right, it like, like disintegrates. Faux at jewelry. The, it disintegrates at the same rate as the body. So like. Yeah, maybe it contains some sort of enzyme that speeds up the decomposition process or something. Oh yeah, and maybe it has like little like things that make it smell like a little bit of like scent. scent so God, that you can, don't like, even get smell. me started. Hello, sharks. <laughs> I'm Bobby Finger and I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Women Not on the Go. <laughs> Our new jewelry line for a dead Barbara women. Corcoran would buy it in a heartbeat. I mean, I do think that the it, it's Barbara there. Would be like, Barbara would be like, I always think about my body when it's six feet under. I want to, I want to make sure that it decomposes quickly and no, that it looks good. Why would you want to put your like your very valuable jewelry like into so, the ground? Yeah. 
You don't want to I do wouldn't that. Wa- I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want you to put my jewelry with me in the ground. Mm-hmm. I'd want you to wear, wear it or sell it. Sell it. Yeah. You know, there was like, you know, there was some like pharaoh uh, or some woman in, in ancient Egypt before being mummy- mummified. And it was like, I know you guys usually put all of our, uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to yeah. lock this up. You know, I want, I want to let it, let it live. Let it have some life. Right. Like. Hi, also, like, do I want, like, grave robbers to, like, get in my grave and, like, take the jewelry? But, like, I don't need that. Guess what? Put right on my grave, like, nothing's in here. You don't want anything in here. Also, the funny thing is, like, as if I'm not going to be cremated. I love the idea of, like, me making all this fanfic about how I'm getting buried. But, like, FYI, like, n- not here for that life. That's terrifying. No, no. I'm being cremated as hell. I don't think I have a living well yet. So just so you guys know, here it is on record. Cremate me. Do not bury me. Is this your living will? This is my living will. Um, the the February twelfth episode of Who Weekly. Please. Wait. Yeah, this is what I you're love the idea it. that you think Who Weekly is going to last long enough so that like p- the people that have to deal with your shit are going to like have to go back and listen to a full episode to get to the point uh-huh. where you 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 know announce your living will. Like it's like well like 50, sixty years ago on this episode. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, let's. We have to move on. How do we end up? Here I don't know, but honestly, tangent? like, I think it's a good idea. It. Not as good as Bruce, but pretty good. Lindsay, we have to talk about Camilla Cabello and Matthew Hussey. Ugh, who is he? So he is really funny. So we all know who Camilla Cabello is. Um, do we? Once a who, once a who. Now I would say of them because she has the all Havana Nana them. Havana Nana, na, former member of Fifth Harmony. God, you could she... not pay me enough money to date this guy. So she has been seen. This there's this beautiful e news story um, called Camila Cabello and dating coach Matthew Hussey pack on the PDA in Mexico, um, and there's maybe six photos of the two of them. He's behind her and everyone, you know, grabbing her shoulders, grabbing her waist, kissing her, um, and each one of them has a headline and then a caption below it. So they got like pretty intense captions on all of these, and they're e news exclusives. So. Um, they knew the cameras were there. Like, this was the most transparent publicity stunt of all time. So let me just read these these captions. They're amazing. Matthew Hussey, standing behind Camila Cabello. We'll explain who he is in a second. The Havana songstress and British television personality hold each other close while vacationing in Mexico. The next one, smooch. And then this is the best one. Holding her shoulders and she's sort of like leaning into him. Love interest admires the sunset. Well, here's why I would never date this guy. He literally wrote a book called Get the Guy. He is a dating expert who's gone all in. I went to his website, um, get howtogettheguy.com, literally kill me. He's on Today Show. That's where I recognize him. He's on the Today Show all the time, like on Kathy Lee and Hoda as just like their dating expert. And he'll like talk about, you know, dumb tips that anyone could get. He's not, he's not a licensed anything. He doesn't have any schooling for this. Um, but I, I thought it would be really funny to go to his Amazon page for Get the Guy, which is, listen to this title, Get the Guy, Learn Secrets of the Male Mind to Find the Man You Want and the Love You Deserve. Okay, that's too much title. I went to the reviews and I sorted by just one stars. Everyone who gave it a one star is like, this fucking guy is a scam artist. The average review is 4.6 stars, which is baffling to me. But the truth is in the one stars. Let's go down. Just Let me just give you a sampling of some of them. All you have to do is watch his YouTube videos. Don't bother with the book. But then there's this walk away, ladies. Um, it seems as if Matthew has some good intentions. But in reality, this book is a joke. I'd rather be myself. 
uh, instead of tricking and deceiving some guy into thinking I'm someone else. He's a scam um, artist. Then, true hustle thing, a lot of people comment on the fact that, like, his book provides, like, has links to websites and videos that you have to pay for. So it has, like, extra content that it, like, references, but you can't access that unless you spend more money. Like, some people spend, like, $70 a month for his, like, dating advice. Hello, my name is Matthew Hussey, and I would love for you to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I wrote a New York Times best-selling book called Get the Guy. I'm the resident love expert on the Today Show, and I have a monthly column in Cosmopolitan magazine. I've also spent years now traveling the world to thousands of women at a time, giving my strategies for finding love live in person. It's basically, he's, he's, he's like a, he's a better branded pickup artist, you know? No, it's bad. And guess who uh, Guess who gave some blurbs on the back of this book? That's right. Julianne Rancic and Eva Longoria. Oh, and Bill. Fuck. Oh, my God. Julianne and Bill both gave uh, quotes for this guy. Yeah, this is not good. I don't like this for her. I don't think that she deserves this weird... If you, if you decide this is going to be your business to do this to people or whatever, you don't get to date. So like you don't get the honor of like right. having like, a woman you either in your life. are married fully before you get into this industry and you stay married or you you just straight up don't get to date. Sorry, like we're mm-hmm. done. That's it. Yep. So we don't have to talk about him anymore. He's disgusting. Moving on to I think what might be the biggest news of the week. Kim Cattrall. I know. And we we didn't want to talk. We about were kind this. of like. The, what's the who angle of this one? Until today. Until she pulled some who stuff. I think also Sarah Jessica Parker has been really kind of underhandedly. Ab- yes. Like, Sarah Jessica Parker has been behaving Like, badly. is this really worth Sex and City 3 to you, Sarah Jessica Parker? It almost seems like she's really gotten in her own head about how much people want that movie. I think people do want right. it. I want it. But I think she is giving it more value than it's actually worth by, like, literally kind of mentioning Kim Cattrall at every turn and being like, well, she doesn't want to do it, so it's not happening, and putting this to blame fair, on her. To be people ask her about it, yes, but yeah. she could easily we don't want to do, it. to do that. Well, she can also just say it's not happening. The problem is she keeps saying, mm-hmm. well, you know, it could happen. Uh, it could happen. It could happen, except for Kim Cattrall. Everybody wants it to happen. You know, none of the other women are getting asked these questions and answering like this. Meanwhile, she's going to Andy Cohen and doing like this kind of bit where she's where he's like, oh, could it be? Could you do it without her? And she's kind of like, wink, wink, nod, nod, like maybe, you know, it, it's too much. But the reason the reason this is happening is because of divorce. So the You're only right. reason any she's of this is happening is because Sarah Jessica Parker is promoting divorce season two. This flop show that no one likes, that no one watches, that she has to promote, and no one is paying attention to the fact that this is why this is happening. Like, divorce is getting nothing out of this. Nothing well, I don't think anyone's this. watching it and because Kim, because Sarah Jessica Parker is threatening that there might be a Sex and the City 3 movie. Yeah. So basically what happened recently was that Kim Cattrall's brother went missing. It was very sad. She put out a plea on social media like, my brother's been missing. Please help find him. Um, he, he was missing in Canada somewhere. Um, and then a couple days later, maybe even faster than that, they found him and he had died. It, it's, it was it's a sad, sad. story. I wouldn't have talked about yeah. it otherwise. He's dead. It, the circumstances, I think, are either unknown, but they're also irrelevant to this part of the story. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker, Sarah Jessica Parker is still doing her divorce promo and still doing fielding Sex and the City the last few weeks because Kim Cattrall is like, she said she was heartbroken that Kim Cattrall perceived never friends. We were coworkers. We've never been friends. We've been colleagues. 
And in some ways, it's a very healthy place to be because then you have a clear line mm. between your professional life and relationship and your personal. To get any kind of negative press mm. about something that I've been saying for almost a year of no, that, that I'm demanding or a diva. And, and this, is, this is really where I, I take to task uh, the people from Sex and the City, and specifically Sarah Jessica Parker, is that I think she could have been nicer. Mm. I really think she could have been nicer. What was your reaction to Kim Cattrall telling Piers Morgan that you were never friends, just colleagues? Uh, just heartbroken. I mean, that whole week, you and I spoke yeah. about it endlessly, because I was just, I don't know, I was really, I don't know, I found it very upsetting, because that's, you know, that's not the way I recall our experience. Yes. Um, anyway, so the moment uh, Christopher Cattrall was announced to have died, Sarah Jessica Parker took to social media and expressed her condolences and was like, my thoughts and prayers are with Kim and Kim's family, um, which is sort of the impulse of a celebrity these days, of anyone these days, is you express your you know regrets and your sorrows on Twitter. Um, maybe Sarah Jessica shouldn't have done that because if Sarah Jessica Parker knows one thing in this world, it's that Kim Cattrall hates her. But it's like, text her, text her. If you really want to do it, text her. It's an empty gesture to do it here. And I think that's what Kim is mad at. Cynthia Nixon, Cynthia Nixon also commented in the Instagram and wrote like, sorry to hear, sending you love. So um, this became this became hooey on Saturday morning because Kim Cattrall had had enough. And Kim Cattrall took to Instagram and n look, our girl didn't even use notes app. She went hard. I don't know what this app is, but it, the font size is She's enormous. Done. Like, Notes app wishes it could do this. It's huge font that says, in an image that you can't click, and it says, huge font, like 100 point font. I don't need your love or support at this tragic time at Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, you, she could have put her name. You can't tap an image at Sarah Jessica Parker. And then in the uh, caption itself, it says, it's, it's awful. My mom asked me today, when will that Sarah Jessica Parker a link, you can tap it, that hypocrite, leave you alone. Your continuous reaching out is a painful reminder of how cruel you were then and now. Let me make this very clear if I haven't already. You are not my family, you are not my friend, so I'm writing to tell you one last time to stop exploiting our tragedy in order to restore your, quote, nice girl persona. And then she directs readers to copy and paste the link, which is to a New York Post article about how, uh, there was a mean girls culture inside Sex and the City, inside which Kim Cattrall is directly quoted. And guess what? That story is getting links because it is like six months old and it's the top trending story on New York Post right now because of Kim Cattrall's Instagram. And she was, and, and like, and what I love about this is that she understands that you can't tap the link. She's like, copy and paste the link. Like, I know you can't tap it. Copy and paste it. It's just like, this is nasty. Like this is, so we bring, we bring this up because this is, very hooey behavior for themy stuff. Who thems don't do this typically, but when thems have had it up to here, they take it to Instagram. They take it to Instagram. Wow! Like, did you read this? Did you read this piece? It's like truly specific and nasty. Did you like? It's really specific. Like, let's see. Uh, 
Parker and Cynthia Nixon, who'd known each other since preteens and as Broadway actresses, gravitated toward each other and pretty quickly included co-star Kristen Davis in their group. For the first couple of years, Cattrall had a real ally on set in the form of the series creator and producer Darren Starr. But when he left after the second season and was replaced by Parker's friend Michael Patrick King, Cattrall was completely isolated. Page Six reported how during an Atlantic City location shoot, Sarah Jessica rented a house for herself, Kristen Davis, and Nancy Cynthia Nixon. Kim was left out on her Jesus. own. And then an HBO spokesman said, Kim stayed in a different house because she was married at the time and her husband was supposed to come. (laughs) This like specific drag from like very specific times long ago is probably the worst. That's the worst you could get in this type of article. It's also another reminder that like one of the main reasons, I mean, even discounting however nasty Sarah Jessica Parker is or how nasty those three were to her, I don't know. Kim was always the oldest one. Kim was 10 years older than them. So, like, there's sort of that explanation as to why they never really, they never really clicked Yeah, I'm friends. like team Kim. I'm like, I, Kim, I'm with her on this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to happen. And Sarah Jessica Parker, <laughs> I mean, she shouldn't keep doing this. Yeah. We don't need to do this anymore. It's annoying. Promote your show. Talk about something else. It's annoying. And I also like I, don't remember Sex and City too. Why don't we want like she's she's no, lost my. Let's not I don't, do another. I don't. She doesn't have my support at this tragic time. To be honest, <laughs> she doesn't have my lover support at this tragic time. No, hell no. And the answer was simply, thank you. But no, I'm good. Oh, guys, we have a new enemy. What? Are, who are other enemies? Jesse Tyler no. Ferguson. Is that it? Your enemy. I mean, yeah. There's another enemy of the podcast, like sworn enemy. We don't really have any other sworn enemies. Jesse Tyler Ferguson is your nemesis, not our enemy. Oh, yeah. So we don't have any But enemies. I think this is going to be our new enemy. You know Who how I people decided, say friend I... of the podcast? We have this is so many enemy friends of the, of the podcast. podcast. We have now one, uh, exactly one enemy of the podcast, and it is Stranger Things' is David Harbour. Oh, I hate this guy. <laughs> We're not even going to dance around it. We don't Ooh. like this guy. He's celebrities whenever we mention them in He's the podcast no good. or something. He's no good. Yeah, please don't. He loves Twitter. So do not at David Harbour and say like, at David Harbour, because he loves Twitter. He's like corny and dumb. Yeah, I don't need I don't need him to know that he's our enemy. Let's keep it between us. You know he's our enemy. We know he's our enemy. He, he has done too much recently for very little. He's literally had one role that's relevant, and it's not even a good role or a big role. And honestly, he needs to stop. It's just like, oh, he, like, hunky daddy. Like, oh, he's just like daddy. I love him, hunky. So. I'm sick of it. As you recall, like, the worst thing that he did recently. Well, he's done, I'm sure he's done a lot of bad shit. Was but, not knowing what Time's Up was. Well, yeah, that was, like, an iconic interview where he, they were like, what does Time Up, Time's Up mean to you? And he was like. And he was like. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, Time's Up on blank. Uh, I mean, time's up on um, sexual harassment, predators, gender yeah, and like women not getting the respect that they deserve in the workplace. Like I think times really up on women not getting the respect they deserve in the workplace. The other thing he did recently is that he tweeted, "Hey at Greenpeace, how many retweets to send me somewhere to tell Emperor Penguin Penguin couples I think they have terrific parenting ideology." Like basically parenting. just like parenting. What parenting? Oh, did I say it wrong? Queen of pronunciations. <laughs> okay, but like literally Greenpeace was like, "If you get two hundred thousand retweets, we'll ask if you can go." And then he went. He like got invited to the Greenpeace. He went to Alaska. Which I freaking hate because it's like, 
There is no room oh, Antarctica got for your idiot. ass on this boat, this do-gooder's boat, you know? Like, put a scientist on there. Right. Some, like, use that money to help the penguins. Like, the penguins aren't going to have a place to live in, like, two years. I know. Okay? I David Harbour is not going to do anything to help climate change. I know. It's so upsetting. And he brought his fucking girlfriend, which I hate, wasting, like, wasting more. She is, I, I have her up. Her name is... Uh, Who is she? Allison Sudol. The the only thing I know her from uh, Allison is she was Sudol. in the first season of Transparent. She was uh, Jay's, Jay Duplass's, like, muse, the young singer-songwriter. Oh, yeah. And she's on, um, she's in Fantastic Beasts, too. Yeah, she's in Fantastic Beasts, so she's in that franchise. She's, like, a, a, a very, like, twee-looking blonde woman. That's it. Anyway... So he sucks. He's going to Antarctica. How dare Greenpeace do this? I hate it. I hate the internet. I hate Twitter campaigns. I hate it. it he, this guy doesn't deserve this. I hate it. Also, he's, he's the enemy. our enemy. We, as you can tell, we're not doing. We're not. We don't have. A, we're not doing a good job articulating why he is our enemy. Just trust that he is our enemy. He's our this enemy. Guy, he's our enemy. I gotta say, like you look at this guy. I, I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop on this guy. Yeah. Well, you know, time should be up on him, but you know what. <laughs> It's like, well, why should Time's Up, why is Time's Up on David Harbour? Like, did he do something to you? And it's like, look, we don't have any explanation, but Time's Up. We saw Grandma and we knew. And I see, I'm not (laughs) accusing him of what Grandma did because that's fucked up. Oh my God. I'm sorry. But what I'm saying is I can tell somebody is up to something not good and is not a good person. And I'm telling you, don't like this guy. (sighs) Fight the real enemy. I want to tear up his photo right now. I can't stand looking at him. Fucking, I can't believe Greenpeace sent him. How dare, and also, how dare any of you retweet him? If any of you retweeted David Harbour, stop listening to the show. You don't deserve who we How dare you? Okay, well, don't, no, okay, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, don't do that. But, you know, just know that he's the enemy. Um, you know who's not the enemy? E! News that had a great tweet this week. I don't know if you saw this. Can I read? Can I If you want to, we can sit tell you that Michelle Branch is expecting a child with somebody who cares. Her husband, Patrick Carney. You forgot to do the somebody who cares. Wait, can you do the No, I'm not doing the whole thing. Last time I sang, it was like a nightmare, so I'm not going to do that again. somebody who, is that, somebody who cares is a different song though, right? No, it's the, it's the same song. Okay, so it's like, okay, so it's, if you. away from here. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay, so can you. Somebody who cares. Can you actually, can you edit the song into me reading the tweet? So. So. Do it again. I'm going to keep all of this in it also. Tell you that Michelle Branch is expecting a child of a. Her husband, Patrick Carney. Wait, but take out my practice. We gotta end this soon. <laughs> okay, skip the rest. It's time for Rita. We have to do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? The only Rita news we have this week is that I saw Fifty Shades Freed. It was the worst Fifty Shades movie by far, but the best Rita Ora performance in Fifty Shades by far. So she had multiple things. For one, spoiler alert, she caught the bouquet at their wedding. So you know what that means. 
spinoff. Just kidding. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Right? <laughs> just like a very sweet, like a normal romantic comedy about Rita's <laughs> love life. I'd love it. Rita Gray. What's her name? Sasha yeah. Gray. Her name is... No. <laughs> That's a porn star. Her Mia name Gray. is um, Mia Gray. Mia. Okay. Rita also had a scene where she tried on clothes with uh, her. And it was oh, yeah, great. Like, You're it was, so hot. You're yeah, so hot. it was perfect for Rita because like she was so good at that. And then she had another scene. Well, we know this, but she got so kidnapped. So good at trying on clothes. She got kidnapped. Yes. And so there was a scene where she was tied up and, and had a gag in her mouth oh, and no. was acting. She was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. And her and her tears, she had all these tears. Uh, and I'm trying to think of another scene. Oh, there was another scene. This is my favorite part of Fifty Shades, which most involves Rita a little bit, mostly involves Jamie Dornan's um, mm-hmm. being in captivity for this mm-hmm. entire movie series. Um, there's a part where they like go to this house and they're all at the house. It's like all the brothers and sisters of Christian Grey and uh, and her and Dakota Fanning. Nope, Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. There you go. Um, and they're like they hear piano coming from the other room and they walk. Is it, they is walk it into the. They no. They come on. They walk into the room and they're looking down on Jamie Dornan singing "Maybe I'm Amazed" by Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. The worst song. Ugh. Um, and Rita's like, we didn't even know he knew how to play the piano. <laughs> it's so funny because I love it's so they, random. That he didn't sing the whole song. Well, like, so that's on the my favorite thing. There's only one verse. Okay, so that's my favorite thing is we saw this. I saw this on the track listing for the soundtrack a few mo- weeks ago, and I was like, oh my god, he did a full cover of this song for the soundtrack. This is iconic. And then it came out yesterday or a few days ago, and it's only a minute long because Jamie Dornan, who it's so obvious he's so miserable. Like, please free him. Both of them are. This movie is like Jamie Dornan freed. Like, it's okay. So... Neither of them need to be freed. They made so much money. But off he of this. is so Never obvious about them. it. He's so he won't even record the full version of the song for the soundtrack. It's only a minute long. It's funny. Imagine him just walking out of the sound booth after finishing the first chorus, and they're like, uh, and they don't say anything. They're just like, uh, just just end it. Just end it. it's Let's just great. End it. And so during an interview, he said, "I presume it's not very good. I kind of got through it. <laughs> like he is." He's such a literally punk. miserable. Um, also, apparently that house that they shoot in, they shot that in, was the home of Sarah McLaughlin. Jesus, that's amazing. Okay, well, we're done, I guess. I love that it belonged that, that it belonged to Sarah McLaughlin. I love her. Love her. Big surprise, I love Sarah McLaughlin. Fucking shit. <laughs> God. Okay. Uh Big thank surprise. you to everyone. <laughs> oh. Guess who's not an enemy of the podcast, Sarah. Sarah McLaughlin. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please like and uh, review us on Apple Podcasts. Call us at 619-WHO-THEM. Put us in your contact list. And be sure to watch our Instagram stories because guess what? We have Swipe Up. (gasps) And you're like, hey, Lindsay Bobby, how'd you get Swipe Up before you got 10,000 followers? And the answer is, mind your own frucking business. (laughs) Don't ask how we get things done. Don't don't question our influence, okay? We got the word out there. We figured it out, and now we have it. And stay off and just enjoy the swipes. Get off our backs. I said frucking. Do you know that? Because I want to say freaking, and then I was like, no, I'm saying fucking. And then I said frucking. 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 Get off my frucking back, okay? Okay, uh, and we'll see you on Thursday. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You will Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey. 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 Hey.
tell you that Michelle Branch is expecting a child with a Her husband, Patrick Carney. That was a HeadGum Podcast.